Nerds International proudly presents... What you are currently listening to is bonus content, and it will not affect the scheduling of your regular Tabletop Twats episodes. So, please sit back and enjoy. Bonus. Delicious bonus content. Bonus. Ooh, bonus content. Bonus was like bonus content in that meat. So this is bonus content and it's going to be an audiobook type experience. This is a story that was sent in to us by a listener called Daniel. So I want everyone to gather in. Come on, get get close. That's it. No, no, that's too close. Back off. So get a cup of tea, put your feet up, uh, relax and enjoy this lovely story sent in by Daniel. Lovely story written by a guy I've never met. But he seems pretty cool. Is cool. Despite what everyone says about him, actually no, that sounds like I was insulting him, but I'm grateful that he sent it an email. So please do that again, I like your stories and you read them with a pen. Actually he probably used a computer, but that doesn't matter anyway, I was just trying to find something that rhymed. Daniel, thank you for the fucking email. Hey twats, I thought I'd share a tale from my game that I've been running as a GM for what must be two years. Feel free to read it out, or don't. This took place in a campaign I've been running using Fantasy Grounds and within the Warhammer Fantasy setting using 2nd edition. This was a hilarious moment that I think is worth telling and involves a dwarf slayer and his rememberer, Tafwick, a shifty halfling. For anyone unfamiliar with Warhammer fantasy lore, a slayer is a dwarf who seeks out glorious honourable death to redeem his family name. A dwarf takes up the slayer oath for various reasons, usually it's because they did something that shamed themselves or their family. Now, a rememberer is a chronicler who journeys with a slayer and jots down his deeds, his kills and so on. It's a very important role. Not all slayers have a rememberer and usually they're recruited from ordinary folk who the slayer may have befriended at one stage. Once you accept the duty of becoming a Slayer's Rememberer, there is no backing out, unless you fancy a Slayer's axe to the back of your head. It's the Rememberer's duty to pass on the knowledge of the Slayer's passing to the Slayer King. To re-emphasise, a Dwarf Slayer seeks out a worthy death. Such a death must always result in combat, and such a death must come from a worthy foe. Getting gored to death by a stag or falling down a flight of stairs and breaking one's neck, for example, is a shit death and not one a slayer would be proud of. I am Durgin, I'm a tiny dwarf. I come from a tiny dwarven mine. Now that we have a bit of lore out of the way, this brief story involves Durgin and Tafwick, two characters who are played by Cortez and Darren respectively. Tafwick had only recently become Durgin's rememberer after Durgin's last one died. Tafwick was offered the position which he took with some pride, although one could say he was almost intimidated into the role. So this tragic story takes place just as the party are leaving a town called Wittgendorf. To sum it up, the undead are on the rise in the town. There is a troll causing havoc up at a nearby castle that overlooks the town, and the general populace is in disarray. The party as a whole were responsible for this mess. The undead came about as a result of another player stabbing a powerful necromancer's book in anger. Bad things started to happen which resulted in the town's graves starting to stir. Spooky zombie, walking down the street. Spooky zombie, need something to bloody eat on 
face, I guess. So the party are about to leave Wittgendorf by boat when Durgen decides that he's not having it. He simply can't leave knowing that there is undead and some big nasty fucker waiting to be smashed. He promptly jumps onto the pier, but as Tafwick tries to follow him, Durgen, knowing that he may be going to meet his doom, does not want Tafwick to meet that said doom. He tries to convince Tafwick to stay behind, but he refuses. Durgen, thinking of his last remember and how he died, and still reeling with guilt over that, knocks Tafwick out and tells the party to keep him on the barge. It's important to note here that Durgen and Tafwick have a shaky relationship ever since Tafwick stole the chance for Durgen to kill a powerful vampire that the party were fighting. Tafwick had tossed a smoke bomb which blinded everyone, and as a result, Durgen missed his killing blow. The kill went to another party member. The player who plays Durgen told me in secret and in advance that he was planning to knock out Tafwick, and he was going to give Tafwick a chance to try and win him over, but that didn't work out, so it was lights out for poor Tafwick. What makes this even funnier is that this session took place outside the normal campaign. I didn't want the rest of the party sitting on their ass doing nothing while Durgen did his thing, so I had opted to run this session separately. So when Durgen's player told me in secret what he was going to do, I felt sympathy for Darren who played Tafwick as he was taking time out to take part in this one-shot session, and unknown to him, would be left on the sidelines. Fortunately, it didn't quite end up like that. So the barge drifts off as Durgen goes up to the castle, and that greatest test is none other than a troll. Not just any troll, but a troll who has been twisted and shaped by chaos. A chaos troll. Chaos troll. It was currently fighting the undead when Durgan approached it, screaming out Grimnir's name, his ancestral god. He charges into the fight and starts swinging at the troll. Unknown to him, Tafwick has woken up. He realises that Durgan has abandoned him, but Tafwick decides to jump into the river and proceeds to swim ashore. Then he makes his way back to town. In the meantime, Durgan is duking it out with the troll. Each swing he takes, each hit, the troll being a troll, regenerates most of the wounds that Durgan is dishing out. It's a very one-sided affair, but Durgan doesn't care. He's relishing this. Then the moment comes. The troll smashes Durgan onto the ground, a critical hit that pulverises his spine. Durgan is paralysed. Unable to move, he stares up at the troll, and the player shouts, Bring it! Give it to me! Finish me! Durgan is about to meet his dream doom, death at the hands of a worthy foe. The troll raises its fist to slam down upon the motionless body of Durgan Grommonson when an arrow comes out of nowhere and strikes the troll in the arm. Suddenly, the troll stops its attack, looks and glances over at the halfling on the battlements with a bow and arrow. It's not the only thing that's raging. Durgan Grommonson is shouting obscenities at the halfling. He's furious and the player is livid. I can barely just hold in my laughter. The troll gives chase as Durgan is absolutely ranting fury at Tafwick, who bless his soul, thought he was doing the right thing saving Durgan. Of course, the player of Tafwick knew otherwise. As the troll is distracted, Durgan is peering into the sky and thinking about various methods of killing halflings when he spots something odd. Looking down at him from the higher battlements above him, he sees two dozen beady red eyes staring back at him. Oh shit, the player remarks. Earlier on, Durgan had a mighty fight with a large group of Skaven that are basically giant mutated rats. This resulted in the death of their leader, They've been watching his little fight with the troll, but now an opportunity has presented itself. An opportunity of revenge. Durgan was helpless as a dozen Skaven jumped down wielding rusty cleavers and daggers, and proceeded to go to Stabby Town on poor Durgan Grommonson. Durgan ended up getting the consolation prize. Death at the hands of a dozen rats. As for Tafwick, well, he escaped the troll, but he didn't escape the peasantry of the town who were looking for someone to blame for all this mess. 
he ended up swinging with a rope around his neck. This one goes out to Daniel. In fact, it goes out to all the Daniels out there. Every Daniel, every good Daniel. My name is Daniel, and I'm a guy. I send a story to a podcast. I've got a cheeky look in my eye, and people like me. Yes, they do, because I'm a really, 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 really cool dude. And when people see me, they just think I'm really cool. They look at me and wish that they knew me back in school. But I'm not that kind of guy. I never went to school. I just got learnt off of books and shit. And that's probably why I can't speak. One final thing I would like to add. In Warhammer, dooming is a foretelling of one's death. It's a death prophesied by a priest of Moor. Moor being the god of death in Warhammer. Upon the creation of every character, a random dooming is rolled on a D1000 table representing a large amount of doomings. It's purely for fun and doesn't actually represent how the player's character may die, but in this case it did. Here's Durgin's dooming. When it falls off, you will least expect it. It didn't become apparent to me until after the game when the player told me how true his dooming ended up being. The Skaven jumping from the battlement and falling down on top of him when he least expected it. Originally, the player had always thought the dooming may relate to his beard. Dwarves treasure their beards above everything else. So Durgin became extremely violent if anyone would try to touch his beard or even look at it funny. How wrong was he? At the end here, Daniel shares his blog, um, where he shares tales about his campaign, and it's called PerilousTales.net. And judging by that story, it's obviously worth a read. So definitely go there now and have a look at his blog, because I'm sure it's very good. I haven't looked at it yet, Daniel, but I intend to in a minute, okay? All right? Listen, I've been busy, okay? Don't tell me what to do. Um, but seriously, go there, yes. Goodbye. Chicken McBosh.